Here we are again. That's a, the least enthusiastic start. We've not had a good run with these. It's been a bad, bad run, man. It's been bad movies, bad subjects. Poor, then Double Cross, then Cardinal Crimes. That's like what you'd sentence a death row inmate to, just to make him suffer. Which um, may even be a plot one of these movies at some point, which I'd watch more than these train wrecks. Yeah, it's it's also not over yet. Like there are some bad ones coming, but uh, we we got to keep going because this yeah, is sanity. It's what we it's what we took the blood over. This for. is the life we chose. Today we are going to watch Lonely Hearts, nineteen ninety one. Alma, a lonely woman, falls for the con man who steals her money after seducing her. Oh, Alma. Frank doesn't want Alma around him. Of course, he's a con man, but he cannot do anything about the situation in case she goes to the police. Hot on the trail of the two is a female private detective working for another of Frank's victims. All right, that Frank gets about that. Yeah, it doesn't sound too horrific. The, the cover makes it look just like these other horrific things. It's, oh, it's Eric Roberts with a gun on the front cover. Ooh. This could be interesting. Ooh-wee. Right. <laughs> Uh, let's let's watch this movie. Make sure you help us all. That's the thing. It's so, it. Let's get rid of this background music. People made this. Someone made this for you know. I don't know why. What possessed them to make this? What went wrong? What mistakes they made in their lives that led to this being made? That but was not a. It was not a terrible movie. It was, of the things we've seen, especially we've... the last few. It was the most interesting of the genre of the lifetime movie. Yeah. Bored housewife escapist fantasy thing. But it's not even. It's as I said, it's a low bar to clear, really. Yes. I mean, some like flashing lights and Danny Trio showing up with it with his thumbs up would have been like five stars at this point. The 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 thing that he didn't mention so. in the the uh, synopsis of this was that the the lady Alma who is being conned is in a recovery program, and I hear that and my eyes roll straight away. And then they say it's a recovery for overeating. And I was like, yeah. okay, well that's new. That's different. Let's see where this goes. And then... <laughs> Fire. Huge plume of explosion. <laughs> and she's, she, in a little speech, she's like, oh, I've lost all this weight. And, you know, we know, we don't get taken seriously because if you go to a shop and buy a six-pack of tequila, they know you've got a problem. But if you buy a hundred cookies, knowing you're going to eat them the next hour, no one questions that. Yes, they fucking do. <laughs> It's like, look at this fat bitch showing up to eat all these cookies. They always know. They always know. I mean, they don't do that with, like, if you should buy, like, a million bottles of tequila or whiskey. They say, oh, you're having a party tonight. <laughs> you're having a cookie party tonight. <laughs> Every night, you know. Everyone should have cookie you parties. You slap fives and then you go on your way. It's always been my experience of uh, compulsive overeating. I always get, whenever I see people talk about overeating, I always think like, oh yeah, I do all that shit exactly. <laughs> I do exactly what they do. I know your feeling. I mean, know your pain. I'm not a large man, but I do eat junk food, and I, once I pop, I cannot stop. <laughs> what I'm saying is, dude, I have a serious mental problem when I demand to 
be treated with the same sympathy that go those to people. A, go to a um, Overeaters Anonymous meeting and yes. hook, up, hook up with Eric Roberts. He'll see you right. So the thing about this movie with Eric Roberts banging these ladies is uh, the... Your, your, protagonist, your female protagonist Alma there she she rocks up into this this life of it could have been like a, oh this guy scammed me out of my money because I thought he was a handsome man who was going to take me away and I'm going to get my revenge but the twist on it is she uh, wants to be with him like it seemed at the beginning like she wanted to be part of the life of a conning guy because she helped him con someone but really she didn't want to be part of the life she just wanted to be with him and that's kind of the dimension towards the end about uh, overeating and any addiction can transfer over to like other obsessions like alcoholics become like chocoholics and stuff right <clears throat> and like became... giving up giving up smoking you transfer that and you eat more kind of thing that's just this is like her transferring a obsessive eating onto this guy Eric Robertsaholics which I thought was clever because she makes a lot of decisions that, you know you, in these sort of movies are dumb but they explain it as saying that it's upset it's, she's got an obsessive personality and that's manifested itself in this really really unhealthy relationship in a book it would be interesting watching her make these decisions that follow well we should go through point by point point one this is written by a guy called re daniels who only has this and one other credit to his name and i can bet you ten thousand hundred septillion pounds septillion is a usual that you will never ever guess what his other writing credit is because his other writing credit is one episode of Rugrats. <laughs> oh my god. Is that the one where Angelica hooks up with Eric Roberts and they go on a crime spree? It's a cool hand Luke homage and it is the episode where Chucky is afraid of haircuts. I remember that one. Yeah, it's a good episode. Oh my god. And thing. It's not like this guy's a terrible writer. Yeah. It's just it's a really weird movie. <laughs> you go from this, you know, lifetime drama with you know psychological thriller overtones to writing an episode of Rugrats good episode of Rugrats yeah. <laughs> so you know one of the better ones if I'm remembering right so Alma is a lady who's got big hair, big hair it was the 90s everyone had big hair and she's uh, she lives with her grandma which is peculiar and her, her grandma grandma's is not a nice lady terrible it, she goes to her grandmother's on Valentine's Day and gives her some chocolates and the grandmother's like Ugh, nugget you're just like your whore mother <laughs> the equivalent. I added the word whore there to make it interesting. That's essentially, what she does happens. like just an overreaction. She just spits it out and goes, Ugh, "No, it's it's a box of chocolates. It's, it's a box of chocolates, it's lady. There's forest. more than one flavor. This isn't the Great Depression where your choice is chocolate or coal, and you just suck the chocolate off the coal." Forrest Gump has taught me anything, and he's taught me great wisdom. It's that life is like a box of chocolates. You fucking cow. She's like, at one point, she's having dinner with Eric Roberts, and they're talking about her past, and she's like, oh, when we moved in here, they thought we were as bad as coloreds, and it's like, oh, you're old, racist, abusive, and terrible, and it's like, oh, you'll outlive us all, and I bet she fucking will, she'll cling on with her fucking catnails to life out of spite. Here's the thing about that scene that I have a problem with, not the racism, although I do have a problem with the racism, but in terms of the story, don't don't yell at me, the internet. (laughs) What they had as big a problem with us as they did the colours. They're white. Well, yeah. You're a white lady. What, what what problem is they had with you? Are you are you are you Greek Orthodox or something? And they're like Greek Orthodox spit on their ground. Not in my house. Maybe someone gave us a welcome, my street. Maybe someone gave her a welcoming gift of some chocolate. She's like nugget. Ugh, fuck you. Hope your family die. Reformed Baptist spit on their ground. Not where I come from. 
Not on the inches of five houses that make up the street that I call home where we all worship white baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Well, it was fucking bizarre. It was fucking bizarre. Weird thing. And I find it weird to imagine a reality where Eric Roberts is begging women for money. I, I think that's what he does now daily. <laughs> uh, I've, I've done the Eric Roberts give us some money Julia joke before, but that, that's all I know about him. So I'm going to run that into the ground. I should have just spent this whole thing researching what happened to his career because he's a, he's a handsome man. He was, a, good, he was a, a decent actor as well. It's just he was not terrible. I, made I, some terrible choices, I'm I think. He just, just took a lot of bad choices. Yeah. Did like a Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool to resurrect him? And he was in Batman. He was in Batman. Yeah. You know, that's something. That's not nothing. That's yeah. not nothing. And he was good in Batman as well. I, and he was I great maintain in Batman, that. I'd say. I mean, he's still doing <laughs> shit now. You know, he should know better. In these director DVD movies. So Alma, uh, she she's going out with this handsome fella by the name of Julia Roberts' brother. Uh, his name's Frank. He uses the same name, Frank, to scam everyone in the same city. And he never changed his name or where he lives. He's scamming a lot of ladies. <laughs> One of them he's scamming is he goes to a luncheon with a first cousin, and it's a, it's a rich Texan. It's Duke Phillips. It's Duke Phillips. Are you correct fans Charles at home? Charles Napier, is it? Yes, yes yeah. it is. It's a weird, unnecessary scene that I guess is just there to show his violent temper because he just punches this guy in a shitty 80s movie punch, and then that's just him not in the movie anymore. Yeah, that would have been so much better with more Charles Napier, but what do you can know we do? what, though? There's not many he's the only real focused male character in the whole thing there's him yeah there's only two there's the police detective who's in two scenes and doesn't really do anything uh, there's the guy from Seinfeld who was Morty's next door neighbour in Florida who was changing a light in a garage oh yeah I still have that pen yeah but when um, she meets this guy through like a personal ad and it cuts to like the first date they go on and he oh, yeah. gives her a bunch of flowers. Like, I hope our relationship is like these flowers. It's like, first of all, that's a, that's a red flag right there. Don't be too overly romantic for the first date. Then he, like, sort of gaslights her. Cause like, oh, I thought, oh, you know, thought you weren't going to turn off. It's like, oh, I didn't know I was late. Oh, yeah, you were, but it's fine. And it's like subtly manipulating her mind there. And then she's like, a waiter comes over and it's like, oh, do you want dessert? And it's like, let's get dessert. And it's like, no, I don't want to because she's overeat as anonymous. She's not, don't want any chocolates or anything. No, fine. Let's just have a dessert. And then gets him to read the menu of desserts out and then orders a dessert anyway for her. He's very like, keen on her having a dessert. ramming stuff down. When It's like, she said no a bunch of times and if he still insists, that's a red flag as well. It's like, three things, like, any woman that I've ever met would just run a mile if they saw a guy doing, if just one of them would make something suspicious. And like, a guy, uh, even a man going on a date with a woman of like, first of all, you know, the flowers were weird. Second of all, the <laughs> gaslighting, you know, I, I was on time, shut up. Third of all, yeah, Eric Roberts, I expected a lady, what the hell? <laughs> so, you know, it's, it sort of highlights how unhealthy this is and it cuts to like them two weeks later and she's making him dinner and he just will not keep his hands off her. It's like, just leave, let her cook, you fucking clingy, She was into it though. She clingy was on, weirdo. She was on board for this. And, and that's when, after that, that it's, that's when she gives him that money. Yeah, it sort of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. They don't think they really point out what he's trying to get off her, what he's offering her for the money. She's like, oh, here's five thousand dollars. This this is like uh, what ten fifty minutes in. It's yeah. not nine minutes fifty five seconds in, is it? Where we see Danny Trio. Oh yeah. And this is a the first for the Trio the podcast. All you see is the back of the head, and you hear the voice. You don't hear him. <laughs> you don't hear. You don't see him turn around. You get 
some on-screen back-of-the-head dialogue, then it's some off-screen dialogue. Weird. That That's and featured extra, though, so that's yeah. money, you know? It's more than an extra. I was, I was really hoping for more Daedrio in this. Like, that was one of the one saving grace, but now it's the back of his oh, head. Too early and not enough of his beautiful Mexican face. It's like barely even a minute of screen time. It sucks. Um, oh, yeah, um, when... Just disregard... Because do what we do with the movie to Danny Trio. Let's move past his brilliant performance. There's nothing else to say. That's all I need. Alma's talking to her grandmother, and she's like, oh, I love this guy. He's great. And it's like, the grandmother's choice of words are to an overeater. Oh, it's like from famine to feast with you. Oh, oh dear. It's like word choice... You're no, a monster. It's like, I'm not just saying she's a monster because of, like, the racism and the, you know, spite and the weirdness. She's, like, also as bad as Frank is, just manipulating this girl's she's mind. She's essentially Everything. Tony's mother from The Sopranos. Yeah, just nothing's ever good enough for her. very unhappy lady who makes everyone else around her very unhappy. They she's have everything. this little date. She gives uh, him the money and then he never calls again. And <laughs> His license plate is, like, invest for you. <laughs> yeah. We be scamming, <laughs> but then like, then is is the her grandma's giving her shit about this as grandmas do, yeah, <laughs> saying like, oh well, aren't you a, aren't you a fuck up, and she fucking storms out the house with a suitcase, uses her government job to find out where he lives, shows up at his house and goes, I live Which here now. Would get you fired from any government jobs, and you use that shit for personal use, and they catch you doing it, that's it, you're out the door because it's you know data protection act is serious shit, shit, yeah, and. She says, like, fucking, to his credit, uh, Eric Roberts opens the door, says, uh, here's a bit of your money back. But, you know, he <laughs> says his words are, we all, no one who's scammed doesn't want to be scammed a bit. Yeah. And she she wanted to be involved in this relationship of, of, of a man she picked out of a newspaper because he liked walking on the beach when it was dark. <laughs> that was the basis of that reputation. Before the internet, that's how you met people you didn't know. You posted things in the newspaper I like dogs. I like dogs too. Let's, Let's get, get married. married forever. So yeah, she shows up at, the, at his house and says, uh, "I don't want my money back. I just want to. I'm going to live with you now. That that's yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> and if you try and throw me out or do anything, I'll just tell the police, and that'll be you sorted." So he goes, "Okay, fair enough. Let's have some <laughs> sex." Uh, and there's this weird little sex wiggle in the sex scene. It's like. It's, it's like he's trying to get himself hard. It's hilarious. It's, it's either that or she has a cavernous vagina. <laughs> she has like a duck <laughs> vagina. You just, just need to worm your way in. Banging around the walls trying to find... There are some weird sex scenes in this, man. And like the, the sexy music is like... It's not like one of these movies where they turn on the, the saxophone when it comes down to let's get down to business. That saxophone music playing all the goddamn way through this. So in your yeah. head, the, the the sound is just telling you sex scene all the way through. It's uh, it's not like the first sex scene you have is some one of those nice 90s velvet, velvet drape things. And then this is just like sex wiggle. And the, the, the third one is just like going to town on the couch. The lady who was Duke Phillips's cousin, who Eric Roberts scammed earlier on, hires a private detective to track him, track him down. A lady private detective, yeah. which leads to one of my best lines in this. She tracks down um tracks down his car, and the guy who's is there, the guy from Seinfeld, in there, he's like says, "Oh, you know, I feel for you. Uh, you know, you got my wife scamming me." And so, oh, you know, if he gives him gives her a 
gives him her card and like you know if you want to find out for real give us a call and he's like no frank you know don't fuck don't fuck around with lady dicks he he describes this lady as a lady dick and he said that and i'm like i must have misheard that let's move on (laughs) (laughs) i can't have just said lady dick and then the context of the conversation eric roberts picks up that it was lady private detective so i was like yeah that guy said lady dick (laughs) It's one of those things. If you drive, it's gonna down... be my favorite insult now. Shut up, you lady dick. <laughs> if you drive it like three weeks later, if you just driving along, thinking, "Oh my god, that guy said lady dick." His... He did. And he just swerves around. His his license plate says "We be scamming hair." Says lady dick. Oh, this is a brilliant fucking um, personalized license plates you could do. Someone's from this. making a money on this movie of the the personalized license plate game. But that's the sign that the the lady dicks onto them that they need to skip town, which is what they do. And she tracks down her grand, uh, Alma's grandmother, and in exchange for lighting a barbecue and doing some chores <laughs> around the house, the she tells quid quo pro prid. Let me do this. Quid pro. I can't do it. Move on. Quid pro quo. Quid quid yeah, pro quo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you the know, one. You know, you can do it better. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, I'll tell you everything you want to know about my granddaughter who's been missing for a while. If you like this barbecue, chop some vegetables for me. But then she says, like, oh, I want my granddaughter back, so give her this necklace. Like give anyone... her this symbol of hope. Give her this third act redemption. And it's like anyone who's a dick and is caught for it. He's like, you're not sorry that you were a dick. You're sorry you got caught and, you know, your behaviour led to this, you know. Boo. And Eric Roberts somehow managed to find another single woman with a huge amount of, a ridiculous amount of cash that she wants to give away. And I don't, I find it very hard to believe that there's this many attractive single women with control of huge fortunes just sitting around desperate for any male attention. It'd have been, just to get banged by Eric Roberts. It'd have been on the news by now. Like, oh my God, there is a God. This is the one in Phoenix, isn't it? Yeah, they go to Phoenix and find another one. They hideout in Phoenix. No, 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 because that's, they, they kill someone first, don't they? Oh, shit. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, one of his victims shows up, like, walks in. Doesn't have a key. Just walks into his house and starts knocking because, around. Right, this is where I start to have issues. So Alma knows what the life is, knows the scams. She's getting involved in them now. She's playing the sister, and her job is to come on there with, like, oh, uh, Eric Roberts looked after me when my husband died in Tokyo when he fell out of a burning building. Was okay. But then a fat man fell on him from said burning building. You missed that part. Was yeah. that the story? That what? is the story that she uses as part of her, of her scam. Jesus, that's insane. Yes, it is. She's very... She's not good at scamming. That's a really specific <laughs> There's no thing. point of her being in this scam scenario. She just wants to be a part of Eric Roberts' life. And that goes so wrong that Eric Roberts is doing his whole part of the scam, which is banging ladies. And... She has to be in the room. She has to be in the house while this happens, and she decides that she's going to react to this by breaking all the plates in the house. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, the scam lady leaves because someone's having an emotional breakdown here, and Eric Roberts doesn't like that. Uh, Is that? He's not a fan. No. But then he is scamming people, so we don't have much sympathy for him. Is that when he rapes her, or is that after? Uh, That. He does rape her then, yeah. Does he like, rape her then? Because like that's sort of the next scene. She's like comes goes to make it up to him. Oh yeah, because they're having like just like, on a... A, like a married argument, which has then been two different rooms, not talking to each other. Someone's got to be the first to say the sorry, and then she says she's sorry, and then he rapes her. Yeah, it's not like 
it, it was a shock to us, but I think part of my brain is numb to these 90s rape scenes now. <laughs> See, now, I don't want to talk about I just about disassociated this. completely. I don't want to talk about this, but they make these movies for bored White Housewives. They give them what they want to see. Is this part of what they want to see? I'd say probably Is no. It... I'd say probably no one wants to see this because you know it didn't make a lot of money. I don't think, <laughs> did it? <laughs> that, there you go. Truth. There. I mean, we've 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 watched three, four of these in a row now, and there's been a rape scene and all. I think a lot of them they're all, they're all written by men as well, aren't they? Ah, that's an excellent point. And it's it's just them getting their weird issues out. It's like, more about them working on some weird ass shit. Well, well, of course they'll still like me after I rape someone. <laughs> Ugh, so gross, so weird. It it's weirder because after the rape, we've also got a murder to deal with now. Yeah, um, yeah. The the woman he was scamming just walks into the house because she calls her to say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, come round and I'll apologise to you in person." And then she uh, waits till Eric Roberts is in the in the shower to have some shower sex with her. Yeah, the door open. Really convenient. That's... No, she set it all up so she, so the this scammed victim will see them together, and then she'll have her hair victory that's exactly what she did wasn't yeah. it I didn't, yeah that's what she did I didn't pick that up at all but Eric Roberts didn't pick up this either so he's trying to make calm, calm her down to this lady who now is like oh you're fucking your sister in the yeah, shower she, she has some problems about the incest going on not about being cheated on <laughs> which she could have just said oh by the way uh, we're not actually related uh, okay see you later yeah. bye he could have said that but instead he just punches her through a punches <laughs> her through a shower door <laughs> that's just insane and he does all this while wearing his little speedos. We haven't mentioned his little <laughs> yeah. speedos. His little he's, got, he's got a banana he's hammock bungee, on. Bungee for, a good for you Australians in the audience tonight. And so that's when she, they decide to pack up and leave. Yeah, there's, there's been a murder, and she's uh, not taking this as single to get the fuck away from this guy. They're gonna go to Phoenix together. And she doesn't. She seems what you she, do. All, all she does to this is this like the the bored eighties housewife white lady movie reaction of just like crying somewhere for a bit and not mentioning it's not going oh god what have i done like, oh can i get past this eric roberts is the only person who shows any fucking remorse in this movie he does act remorse really well yeah they bury the they bury her in the the woman they've killed in the uh i say they because you know they're both involved in this now and even if you know, you you believe she didn't mean for her to get killed. She still watched and didn't call the police, and technically that makes her an accessory to murder. So that's still a crime. I'd argue that she set it up because she's the one who called her, so you could yeah. argue she was the mastermind of the whole thing, and she's the one who should go down for There's it. There's evidence for that in there. Would have been a lot more complicated movie if they'd have brought that in. Boring. Interesting one. Would have been interesting. weird as yeah. this gets, because they go to Phoenix. On the drive down, Eric Roberts is like, I would have been happy if I was a dog catcher as long as I could have a nice suit. And they go, oh, that's a nice thing to say. Then he goes to a job interview for something they didn't mention what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just walks out because there's too many people there. By the way, there are some really nice shots of this. Like, not nice, just different. Like, in the beginning when it shows you where Alma works in some weird, um, you it's know... Uh, social security social office. Security place. It's lit like one of those... Those... Uh, Apple ads from the 90s and the oh, 80s. Oh, like dystopian. Yeah, it's got dystopian nights going on. And like this this waiting room in Phoenix is and like, like it's just like a, a Southern Lawyer movie. <laughs> you can just feel the sweat and the, this clamminess and the desperation in it. I'm sure that was not really what they intended to do because look at this director's IMDb credits. There's not a lot of good stuff in there. It's just the way it's in. I think the director of photography was just practicing. Yeah. 
So you could, uh, what could society do? can't be asked waiting to have a job interview and then he goes to the pool, gets his speedos on. Scandal. And surprise, surprise, meets another hot blonde lady to have <laughs> sex with. And surprise, surprise, Armour's not okay with this. <laughs> they basically rehash the same thing they just done. She, get, she gets really upset. and uh, Different blonde. But this time, the, the woman they're scamming notices... I was like, oh, I want my money back. And he's like, no, you can't have she your money back. She notices it because she invites them all over to dinner in a big, nice mansion. And she's sitting there with a bitch face on, which it sounds harsh to say, but that's the best description for it. She won't have any wine. She won't have, she's been a terrible house guest. She's not eating the food, making the, the host feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. She's put a lovely spread on. She goes in the kitchen to get some dessert ready. Presumably she's made something low-fat friendly for an awkward guest over here. <laughs> And she, and then this is when Alma decides to start bitching sitting at the table there. Yeah. In the middle of the scam, but starts to go and say, He's oh. the one who starts it. He sort of says, like, oh, clear your face up, love, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> sort it, sort, of sort it out, love, in just an even more Eric Robertsy way. Which is, in terms of the scam that's going on, good fucking advice. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm on the rapist's side, but I'm on the side of the guy who did that rape that one time. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm not. I'm not condoning the rape. I'm condoning. Didn't see it, I'm though. not condoning the scam. I'm saying, the plan is the plan. You know. Uh, stick with the plan. If you can't do it, go home. If you're listening to the Danny Trio podcast, where one person yeah, condones a rapist, we are awkwardly taking the side of rapists. This is this is a new. This I'm is a new level. There is... was so much that she could have done different. Why is she going along with it? If you know that part of the scam is having sex with the chippy, then you fucking you go somewhere else. Go go a casino. Go to the bar. Have have some interest outside of work, honey. Just do something else. Go just sit in the... You've got a pool outside. Go for a swim. It's a cautionary tale. So when you, when you start scamming ladies, you'll know exactly what to do. It just didn't... It just didn't make sense. She <clears> knew <throat> what the scam was, but she also didn't want him to have sex with her. I, uh, it's the emotion. See, this is... This is... Yeah. I, I can't... My psychopath brain can't register the fact that... No, Liam, she loves him. She didn't want to share him with anyone else. But she also wanted to be with him, so she was willing to do whatever that take. But in my mind, I'm just like, feelings? That doesn't make sense. No, no, <laughs> actions make sense. The action is that we agreed that we're going to be scammers, and this is the plan. You stick through to the plan. But she didn't. And <laughs> then Eric Roberts ends up strangling this lady as well. Yeah, she she gets murdered, which, again, seems a bit of an overreaction. He could have, he's, a, he's a professional scam artist. He probably had, he should have had a backdoor plan of, like, just saying, oh... In case of the, because he knows by now that his his sister wife can't be trusted around this part of the plan, so he should have had a backup to say like that's an excellent point. Yeah, you know, if it looks dodgy, it's for this reason. I'm not a scammer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how those people think, but they always have like one scam in the pocket they can use as an exit plan. You gotta have a backdoor for these things. He, he, bad criminal, basically. He he coasted by on looks and charm, and he did not have. Anything else going for him there? Much like this movie. Uh, um, the lady private detective does track them down to Phoenix, um, and she's like, "Oh, Alma, are you are you uh, are you being held against your will?" And she goes, "Well, now I am because yeah. up until then she was uh, the second murder was where she drew the line." Yeah. And again, Eric Roberts doesn't feel good about this when he's disposing of the bodies, having a bit of a man cry. Yeah, and the, they sort of 
the private detective takes her back to her grandmother's and they all, all go back to the Eric Roberts tracks them down with a gun and she pops out with a gun as well and's like, Oh freeze, drop the Everyone gun, Eric Roberts. Everyone has a gun in the last and, scene. Everyone has a gun. And Eric Roberts is like, Oh, you hired a private detective? And he's like, No. No, I didn't. It was Maria. I was like, fucking don't give away your client's name, you fucking psycho. She just proves like she seemed really competent up to this point. And it's like she just abandons the payday in favor of like a relationship with a woman she just met twice that day. And she um, gives away her client's name to a guy who has raped and killed several women. And it's like, no, he raped one woman and killed others. Let's be, oh, let's be clear here. Sex through Hello. coercion is still technically rape. Oh, and, oh shit! Yeah, okay, yeah. He's uh, like, she just like gives the name of the person who hired her to this dangerous criminal, which is really bad private detectiveing. It's bad lady dicking, is what that is. Uh, I've seen some bad lady dicks in my time. It's just a bad. It's a weird decision. You just say, oh, you know, fuck you. I've got a gun, basically. Well, that that is essentially how it ends as well. Yeah. It ends in a bit of a Han Solo situation, and he's like, hey, Alma, we're getting out of here. I, even though the whole premise of the beginning was like, I don't want you around. Now now that she's fucked off, he wants her around. But I think he just wants to kill her someplace else. And then Alma just shoots him. Yeah. There's no, like, reaching for the gun. There's there's no, like, uh, do this or or else. It's just like, no, lad, bang. I'm not doing that. Dead. Yeah. That's and, then and then fade out. And then fade out. What? I bet she's going to want to eat some ice cream after that. <laughs> I mean, that's a stressful situation. I would. Gonna put on a few panic pounds after that, <laughs> and honey, I don't blame you. So, I I really don't want to be the guy who watches these movies and goes like, "Oh, that woman was a dickhead." Oh, that woman was a dickhead. They but... do the whole thing where they explain it as transferring her obsessive personality they, onto they, this guy. Yeah, this is the best they movie. For... And, they did explain it kind of. Yeah, and it, it, she does act in a really unnatural way because she's mentally ill. To put it in a nice as nice a way as possible does that justify it though can is that like a, a justifiable defense um if she was on trial for it and you know she probably would do if there's a sequel because accessory to murder mm-hmm. accessory to fraud she's white and few, blonde though so guilty of a few crimes so, she, so she's probably gonna at least face a bit of a tough time coming up ahead um i think she could have the defense they come up with is probably she'd feared for her life and had to go along with it but that's not Her- exactly what we saw. That's though, not what. That would be basically perjury. I mean, dude, compared to Hua and uh, that one with Colin Firth in the fucking forest, <laughs> this was a masterpiece compared to those yeah, two. It's like low bar to clear, though. Yeah, it, it was. It was weird enough to be engaging. Nothing that I'd call a good movie. It was just what we've been exposed to. It was like, it- oh well, this is more interesting. What's happening here? It was interesting. They did make efforts to try and explain some of the unnatural behaviour but they did uh, the, the third act was just really really slow paced and stuff we've mm. already seen before we've already seen a scam go wrong because she's upset and we've already seen that once and we've already seen her kill some, seen Eric Roberts kill someone once so <laughs> we don't need to show us the exact same thing again I wonder what happened to this 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 writer R.E. Daniels who wrote this in two episodes one episode of Rugrats there's, there's no uh, IMDb entries. There's no Wikipedia entries. I googled the name. Nothing. What happened? Maybe he's a pseudonym, possibly. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or maybe he just realised that uh, Chucky needs a haircut was the zenith of his work. <laughs> <laughs> and then he killed himself. <laughs> Compared to the shit I made with Eric Roberts, this was a fucking high, 
high watermark here with this Chucky thing. This movie it's never going to do any better than that. Lonely Hearts actually has 4.8 on IMDb. I is that would not give of, it that. Is that out of like... Out of 10? 10. 10, yeah. Wow. I'd give it a That's 2, tight, being yeah. generous, man. Didn't get any machetes for having, for having no Danny Trio in it, no. barely. It's, it's a, a, hopefully the weirdest, strangest Danny Trio we'll see, just like the back of him. Even like when he was in that alien cop one, like when it was just like nameless prisoner, you saw him in the cell going, ah, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, got... I can understand that. The back of Danny Trio's head. Do you reckon... Because he was in uh, Midnight Train with Eric Roberts. Do you reckon Eric Roberts put a good word in him and said, oh, you're looking for I'd acting like work? I think so. I'd like to throw think so. Yeah, maybe know, Eric Roberts is, is a good guy. Maybe. Could be. Because otherwise, we just spent 32 minutes talking about the back of Danny Trio's head. Yeah. When I started this <laughs> oh, podcast, man. I almost certainly wanted to see more Danny Trio. What a weird world. We're, we are going to get through this, though. <laughs> we'll get through the, the early 90s. 90s. And we'll get past all the Lifetime movies and we'll get to the good stuff. Get to the weird sci-fi and crime dramas and stuff. Next, though, according to the laptop IMDb, not the phone app IMDb, which is different for some reason. I don't know. Don't don't (laughs) question me, guys. This is the one we started with, so this is the one we're sticking to. Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, yeah, the TV stuff. An episode of Jake and the Fat Man, the first TV show we're going to watch. And it's from season nine as well. Like, so we were, we'll have season five. Sorry, have you seen any Jake and the Fat Man before? No, I have not. So we will be going into was, this totally cold. That, that was definitely not a thing over here, was it? No, I don't think it. The first time I heard of it was on an episode of Family Guy. They mentioned. Yeah, it's once one of those things that you only hear through other thing like things Simpsons and Family Guy and that. Yeah, and I I can only find it on uh, Vim, Vimo through no uh, through daily, on Daily Motion as a rip from the Hallmark Channel. So it's one of those things that they just shove up there. In, in perpetuity Jake and the Fat Man season 5 this episode is called The Last Dance or just Last Dance actually while in the midst of a murder trial a man comes forward claiming to be the actual murderer McCabe is incredulous about the claim that's a big word for IMDB <laughs> but decides to look into it and despite more evidence turning up against him McCabe is doubtful that he did it so it's a lawyer show, detective show. I would assume it'd be a detective show. It looks it's, the man's got a gun on the cover of it. This is a, it's going to be great dropping in to the <laughs> fifth no season concept. or something with no clue as to what it's about, except for the fact that there's a fat man in it. I really hope it's like where the writers start giving up as well. So it's just going to be one of those sweeps week episodes that makes no sense <laughs> with a musical number wedged in there. Oh, let, let, let's hope so. Irregardless, it'll be nice to get a break from this for a bit. Yeah, just other than lifetime dramas because it's it's turned them into someone I don't like. Oh man, that we, we, we are took saying long, some horrible things. Yeah, we these. took a long break from doing this because there was just so many awkward things to yeah. watch. <laughs> they were just bad movies and bad movies with nasty things happening in them. So Jake and the Fat Man's going to be our saving a grace. Delightful rump. Save us, you fat bastard! <laughs> and thank you, Danny Trio. Thank you, Danny Trio. Bachete, 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 bachete. Bachete, 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 bachete. Bachete, 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 bachete.